God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> Aloha. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Y'all, this is the weirdest schmodcast yet. Do you promise? I think, well, for you and me, at least, it's going to be the weirdest. Guys, this is Schmodcast the Podcast, episode 44. Uh, let it go. Yeah, the title is Let It Go. Let, let it, it go. go. And we're really, we're working on letting go. We really are. Yeah. I'm but, Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. Um, this is the podcast that was just two PLPs <laughs> basking in the glow of the blue full moon. Two weeks ago. More. You think? I don't know what day it's been. Here's the thing, guys. We had this whole thing planned to record many weeks ago while Rebecca was still at home and I was traveling. And then it just didn't happen because we only do this when we're able to do it with full joy in our hearts and mm -hmm. it's not a chore. Mm -hmm. So now we've gone so long. We're still using that old template from the Let It Go because <laughs> we're so busy but it's 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 already been a new moon already I know. and then some you're right yeah you're right but but when we were planning to record this our intro was about how according to our favorite instagram moon omens this lunation was encouraging us to explore our relationship with ourselves and others it was about exploring playfulness an inner child's joy, reminding you of how engaging in play and making art helps you connect with your authentic self. You made a note here that says Scorpio. Yeah, that was like specifically the Scorpio part, oh. but I just really connected with it. That's part of what's so weird about this. Not only are we like three weeks late on this topic, Rebecca, you designed the template. Yeah. But now I'm basically cruise directing. Mm -hmm. It's weird. I wasn't feeling it anymore. I know. <laughs> Y'all, we're at a hotel in Monterey, California. It's Just, really nice here. It's really nice. Have you ever been to Monterey before? I have, when I was 13 with my godmother. But this is your first time, right? It's my first time, and it's just as gorgeous as Ugh. I thought it would be. Maybe better. How do you think it fits into the blue full moon? <laughs> <laughs> About exploring your inner child's joy. Um, I think... Um, Less of a what should we be doing style of trip. This is more mm. of what do we f feel like doing. Yes. So I do think it is not like it was designed by a child, but my inner child. Like we just get to like do whatever we feel yeah. like. We left when we wanted today. We stopped when we felt like it. We're sh we're slow maxing hardcore on mm -hmm. this trip. Mm -hmm. And it's going great, I think. Yeah, I'm having fun. Including being two weeks late on this podcast episode. So busy. So good. Our lives are rich. Ranch. <laughs> So let's do a little intro question. How has your week been? What are some highlights and lowlights? <laughs> this was a more appropriate question when we were separated. But still, what are some highlights and lowlights for you? I mean, highlights are just each day has something really special going on. We just finished Napa yeah. weekend, which was really cool. It was really good. And before that, I was at a tech conference that I do annually, and that was really nice. I got to see mm -hmm. a lot of friends and people I only get to see once a year. That was yeah. my cup was very full. Um, so those are my highlights. Gosh, there are so many highlights. I think for me, the biggest highlight the last week has been, besides you, thank you, has been seeing family members. I saw some paternal side cousins. Mm -hmm. Um, in North Carolina, and then I saw some maternal side cousins 
here in California. And both times it was just so delightful. I just, I like who I am around them. I like who they are. I like that we're related to each other and that that has like brought us together to be friends. Yeah. I yeah. also like that you let me hang out with your friends. You fit in so nicely with all of my people and that it like, I think it makes them like me better too. So that's great. Cause I'm funny. Because you're just like wonderful. Thanks. You're funny. <laughs> you're funny. You're easy to talk to. You're, you have interesting things to say. You ask good questions. You like to do fun things, but you're also not like overwhelmingly fun. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not too intense. It's not desperate. You're not thirsty uh, for fun. Yeah. No. You're like a good mature amount of fun. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so that's my highlights. Um, let's go into some connects and corrects. What do you say? Let's do it. Okay. So. Our last episode, number 43, my audio was still all kinds of fucked up because <laughs> the issue was not with my headphones. It was a problem with my phone. Yeah. And I did some crazy shit to my phone and uh, like basically default hard restarted it. And it's like still not working all that properly. And like, who cares? Yeah. It's not professional. Yeah. We haven't yet gotten to the part where um spotify's podcasters app is gonna pay us to do yeah ads. And like the airplanes companies haven't been paying mm -mm. us anything mm -mm. so i think it's okay and also a couple of my friends told me like you need to stop complaining about your audio because it's not that bad oh cool but i think there's probably a couple listeners for whom it is really that bad i think like just different people so i just feel the need to let the people if you're someone for whom the audio has been bad i want you to know i'm aware and I'm probably not going to fix it. Yeah, we're we're like half-heartedly going to look into fixing I, it. Yeah, I don't want it to be total crap, but mm. I'm also not going to work that hard on fixing it. So Perfect. Thanks. You're welcome. And thanks to everyone who doesn't care. That's yeah. also really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you have cheesecake for your birthday? I did. Yeah. I got one slice of turtle cheesecake <sighs> at the market. So not amaretto. That was your old one. Mm -hmm. But that turtle was That was the one close. that my um, cousin's grandma used to make mm -hmm. us. Yep, and then instead of a Coca-Cola, it used to be a Coca-Cola and a slice of cheesecake that I would have um, my with me and my Uncle Brian. That was like our little birthday thing because his mm -hmm. birthday is the day after mine. I had a Diet Coke and a turtle cheesecake. And was that really good? It was really good. I bet it was. Mm-hmm. I bet that was so tasty. Cheesecake is delicious. It was. Yeah. 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 I had two sheet cakes for my birthday. All at once? No, different ones that different friends prepared for me, and they were so fucking good. That's so nice. Yeah, I can still taste. My mouth is watering. <laughs> my tongue is sweating. That's nice. Um, how's the garden and the chickens and Ruby before you left our beautiful home to the, meet me in California? The garden has been. We're we're winding down our lettuces and our tomatoes and. The um, butterfly pea plant, I stopped picking those because, mm -hmm. you know, we're going to be traveling and it's basically end of summer. So this yeah. is like when people converted over to a fall garden. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, but it was great. It had got, got a really nice harvest. I was really proud of myself. You know what I haven't asked you? What? What happened to squash nightmare? Oh. Did we, did we end up with 100,000 gourds? Um, that's actually part of my hot topic, so I don't want to talk to you <sighs> okay, about it right now. Okay, put a pen, put a pen in put it. Put a pen. Put a pen in it. Um, and the chickens also, I mean, they're hilarious. So the, the biggest highlight about the chickens is um, Amy and her 13 chicks. Mm. There's now 12 left. Oh my so gosh. we're still going strong. 
two months old. It's too many chickens. And um, in the days right before I left, they had just started roosting up in the mango tree. Oh, I love that. It's really cute. They were hopping and Wait, and on cheeping. our side of the fence in the mango no. or on the lychee over in the neighbor's yard? Is oh, that lychee or mango? I thought it was. How are we supposed to know? I can't tell. But you know that big one? Big tree. Yeah. The one that the zombie roosters fell out of. Yes. Yes, okay. it's the zombie rooster tree. Okay. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Um, but they're just cheaping and jumping up on those lower branches. Yeah. So they're getting older, and it's cute. Ugh. I can't wait. They're going to be fully grown when we get home. We aren't even going to know who's who. They'll definitely have their feathers instead of their fluff. Oh, my gosh. And then Ruby, she's been great. Yeah, she's Ruby. Yeah. No major highlights. She was just... she still caterwauling while I was gone? Did she get disoriented and cry at night? Not very much. Okay. Yeah. This is our cat, everybody, in case you haven't heard the previous episodes. Yeah. You just, There's it, a lot of weird nuggets. In case you in decided to just jump in. If you're new. At episode, what are Welcome. we on? 44? 44. This is, do you think this is where people start? Yeah, sometimes oh. people start with the most recent episode sometimes. Well, welcome. Because it's relevant. We talked about that blue moon. <laughs> right, it's fresh. Yeah, it's fresh information. It's fresh. Well, another little connect and correct is that someone, our last episode was about, it was called Cha Cha Cha, and it was about our birthdays. Uh-huh. And someone told me that if you ever have a song stuck in your head, you can sing the happy birthday song and it gets that other song out of your head. And that's <gasps> bullshit. It does not work. Oh, man. Well, at least it doesn't work on ADHD songs stuck in your head. Maybe it works for other reasons. Does it get that song stuck in your head or you still remember the other one? Both. Oh. I would just have them layered. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds it's worse. It's really not good. Yeah. It's happening to me right now as I think about it. Oh, gosh. Because okay. I have Let It Go and Happy Birthday going at once. You don't have Sea Lion in there? No, I don't know that one well enough yet. Feist, Sea Lion. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to that later, and then I'll think of it all night long. <laughs> uh, do you want to tell the Ian Connect and Correct? Yeah, so at this big uh, work conference, one of uh, one of my colleagues slash friends, Ian, came up to me. And remember, this is a work conference where you talk about work. And instead, he came up and said that he's been listening to the Schmod so much lately <laughs> that he's been telling our stories as if they're his stories. And he had to take a little break. He had to take a little break. <laughs> Thank you, Ian. Thanks, Ian. <laughs> I can't wait till he gets to the part where he actually gets shouted out. Oh, my gosh. This is, I think, the third shout out for Ian. Oh, my gosh. And he hasn't heard any of them yet. He hasn't yet? even gotten there yet. Crazy. You know. That's going to be so fun Ian, for him. I want you to Teams message me when you yes, hear this please. right now so I know how long it takes. And reach out to me on Instagram. Thank you so much. Friends. Um, a big thank you to everyone who's been catching up. I, I, like, I've heard from three or four people. They've said, oh, I've just finally caught up on all my Schmodcast episodes. So maybe it was good we had like a little break, unanticipated break here. Yeah, people get so busy into summer, back to school. Too much content. Labor Day, we had to take the day off was a major from chore. labors. That's true. Yeah. No more laboring. Yeah. Um, well, the other last thing we were talking about before this long break was the, the Schmodies Awards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. And we do have um, our final Schmodies categories for nominations. <laughs> and I've got a list here. Um, Rebecca, would you like to read the first the first category? Yes. So the first category is Schmodi with a Body. Mm-hmm. And that is Best Performance by a Guest Star. Ooh, right. this can be really competitive. Yeah. The next uh, award category is called the Naughty Schmoddy, <laughs> and this is for the most inappropriate episode. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one is Schmodscape Award. That's the most notable background sound. Yeah, the Schmodscape. That's so good. Yeah, most notable. It doesn't have to be best or pleasant, just notable. Yeah, marked. Background noise. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, the next auto, the next award is called the Haughty Schmaughty, H-A-U-G-H-T-Y. And that's for our best educational lecture. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So much competition. <laughs> the Haughty Schmaughty. For that one. Uh-huh. Uh, the next one is Schmod Standing Achievement by a Cruise Director. Mm-hmm. That one explains itself. Yes. Um, our next oh, category is called the Lottie Dottie Schmaughty. <laughs> For the best best musical performance. Oh, I'm excited. Mm -hmm. The next one is Audio Schmaudio. That's the most terrible audio quality. Yeah, which episode had the very worst audio quality? That wins the Audio Schmaudio Award. Hmm. Um, And then the next next one on the list is Title of Delightle. Oh. (laughs) This is for an episode with the best title. That's nice. That's good, right? And our final one is Schmod to Applaud. That's the best episode overall. Best overall episode. Yep. Wow. Schmod to Applaud. That one's going to be really hard to pick. I, I wrote all of these like way the F back in August. And I am so proud looking back on them now. These are cute as hell. Yeah. They're really good. Yeah. there's We're going to have a lot of fun picking. So these are the categories. Yep. And... um here soon because this the schmatties came out because this is our one year, one year anniversary. anniversary we've been schmatting 12 months year this this month yeah so the schmod the schmatties are coming soon any any minute now yeah we've only talked about them for three or four episodes now now we, we, we just have we to name to build the, the suspense it's yes like the marketing campaign yep i can't know, wait the hashtags I absolutely cannot wait. All right, it's time for Hot Tops. Are you going first or am I going first? I would like you to go first, please. <gasps> okay, well, I got to turn my computer screen so that I won't, you I'll just surprised. avert my gaze. Avert your eyes. All right. This Hot Top is going to be nominated for the most outdated Hot Top <laughs> as well. <laughs> because the Hot Top was called Labor Day. Bye. Yes. Um... Labor Day, colon, and why doesn't the U.S. just do International Workers' Day in May like the rest of the world? That's the full title of my hot top. That's a really good question. Okay. So basically what I did here is it was it was almost going to be Labor Day, and I was like, why do we do this? Mm-hmm. So I read an article from Fortune.com on September 1st, 2023, and I learned that Labor Day in the United States has been an official holiday for almost 130 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. It started in the late 1800s because workers were facing all this like rapid economic transformation and there was a huge gap between workers and billionaire leaders of industry. Is that also happening now? I think so. I think it is. Okay. So 130 years ago, that was happening. Here's a quote from the article. Then they had the Carnegies and the Rockefellers. Today, we have the Musks and the Bezoses. It's a similar period of transition and change and also of resistance of working people wanting to have some kind of dignity. So keep that in mind. Okay. Okay. When was the first Labor Day observed? Do you know? No. It's in the 1800s. I already spoiled that for you, but okay. <laughs> um I thought you wanted like an exact year. Yeah, I was like, gonna guess. So basically, these activists and like labor unions wanted to establish a day that would pay tribute to workers because people were just like working their asses off and making no money. Right. The first one was in 1882, and about 10,000 workers in New York City marched in a parade, and a bunch of other cities and states started to adopt laws to recognize Labor Day in the following years because it was such a big success in New York. Uh huh. So then a decade later, they had um, the United States made a federal holiday the first Monday of September. 
that is the legal Labor Day holiday. Okay. It basically started because of unions and strikes and all the like unrest in the country. Right. Workers were demanding an eight hour workday. They had this like the hay market affair in Chicago. I won't go into it. You obviously know everything about that. So mm-hmm. do I. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody listening to Unquestionably, everyone knows everyone about that old hay market. hay market affair, obviously. Yeah. But that also led to when the hay market affair happened, which was like very deadly, um, it made other countries take notice. And there were all these international efforts, which mm-hmm. is when they started the May Day International Workers' Day in other countries. So oh. May 1st is International Workers' Day almost everywhere except the United States. I didn't realize that that was also because of a, ma- a mega scandal in America. In the US. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, isn't, isn't that it interesting? interesting how all these other countries can just, like, take lessons from other groups without suffering a personal yeah. tragedy? So, get this. How, how 100% capitalist is American Labor Day? Which is so ironic. Because International Workers' Day, May Day, was taking, getting so much attention abroad, mm-hmm. and many other countries had more socialist tendencies, mm-hmm. America was like, we need to make our own, and we need to do it on a different day to take attention away from that. Oh. Brilliant, right? I mean... Slash terrible, seems, evil it, genius. It just seems kind of, like, yeah. Stupid. Like, they, like, we don't know how to share. Yeah. So they were like, we need our own separate one. So um, they were like, the labor movements in other countries are more radical than ours. We'll do our own separate Labor Day September 1st. Okay. Okay. After World War II, because of the Cold War, the U.S. government started restricting the power or- of organized labor. Like, unions lost a lot of power. Right. They passed the Taft-Hartley Act. They made it illegal for unions to contribute to political campaigns. Right. So stupid. Um, especially after like the citizens Supreme Court decision where like corporations are people, right. but we have this like long history of unions not being allowed to contribute. Right. Anyway. Why can't unions be people? Good question. It's because we're afraid of socialism. It uh, all goes back to the cold war. Hmm. And it's, I, I mean, capitalism is just like in at odds with this. Yeah. You know? Okay. So how has labor day evolved over the years? I'm so glad you asked. Hot dogs. Um, yeah, there's more hot dogs now for sure. But basically, they had that first parade in New York City, and they were like, this is our capitalist Labor Day. And now it's become basically like a long weekend of sales and end of summer celebration, but it really depends right. where you live. Mm-hmm. New York and Chicago still have big parades for workers and their unions. Like okay. Places that still have strong unions tend to still have like some of the original meaning of Labor Day in them. Uh-huh. So do you want to know some stuff about unions? I do. Okay. So it wasn't until the National Labor Relations Act of 1935 that private sector employees were granted the right to join unions. Right? Fascinating. Mm -hmm. Later into the 20th century, states also began passing legislation to allow unionization in the public sector. But even today, not all states allow collective bargaining for public workers. Mm -hmm. So rates of organized labor have been on the decline for decades, which actually kind of makes sense. Like people are less and less in unions. Right. Um, In 1953, over 35% of private sector workers had a union. Guess how many percent now? 1953, it was more than 35% of private sector workers had a union they could join. Now it's 3%. It's 6. You're really close. Thank you. Uh, Political leanings make a big difference. If you live in a blue state, you have a higher unionization rate. Mm. Guess which two states have the highest rates of union membership in 2022? Two states. 
New York and mm-hmm. Massachusetts. Right. Hawaii. No. Yeah, New York and Hawaii have oh. the highest rates of unionization as of 2022. Wow. Cool, right? The next closest ones are Washington, California, and Rhode Island. This is according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Oh, yeah, that BOL. Fortune.com article. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, the number of both public and private sector workers that belong to unions actually grew last year by 273,000 people. So that's a lot. But the total workforce, total workforce was increasing at a higher rate than that. So it's a percentage, lower percentage. Exactly. Even though the number of people. Okay. So this year, the reason this is all interesting is, like, there's a ton of labor activity this year. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lower percentage of lab- of unionized workers, but there's a reinvigorated labor movement. The screen screenwriters have been on strike for mm-hmm. nearly four months, maybe five now. Amazon got its first union. Yeah. Yep. Unionized workers at UPS threatened a mass walkout before they were able to get a new contract in August. Mm-hmm. Uh, in August, auto workers overwhelmingly voted to give union workers the authority to give, There's going to be like a huge auto worker strike any minute now. Oh, wow. And flight attendants at American Airlines voted to authorize a strike in like late August, early September. Oh. So maybe Labor Day is going to end up heading back. To a little roots. more to its roots, where it's yeah. like it's about workers being able to organize themselves against the like bajillionaires that ruin our lives. That'll be nice. Yeah, yeah, and also disturbing because like unrest is not very restful. Yeah, that part won't be pleasant. Yeah, but maybe it'll be for for good things. I think so. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The Thank end. You. That was really good. Thank you. I like kind of knew it's good to have a refresh. Though. Yeah. I think you're right. Like, Labor Day has become so commercialized and treated like all the other holidays, It's right? just like end of summer. People stop wearing like, white pants. Oh, it's Veterans Day. You just mm-hmm. got a day off. Exactly. Stop wearing white. Mm-hmm. No, Labor Day. What kind of furniture is on sale or right. whatever? Oh, no, the pool is closed. When I always selfishly just think of our birthday. Yeah. That's yeah. all it is. It's just a big federal holiday for our birthday. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Cool. Now it's your turn. Okay. I'm going to pull up my screen. Okay. I'm not going to look at it. Smooth. Seamless. Okay. So my hot top is just about our harvest, our garden's harvest. Oh, garden harvest hot Mm -hmm. top. And and there's something not just for for you, like other people. Don't worry. Don't hang up. Listeners, don't hang up. Yeah. You'll get to enjoy this. So I thought it would be fun to share um, the yields of the harvest the first r&r ranch harvest yes. in a home the home that we own three armigos yes so Rachel, rebecca and ruby at the time that i left there were 14 tomatoes harvested mm-hmm. and there were still 10 on the vine mm, so we're gonna goodness. see how many of those end up making it um lily koi other no, otherwise known as passion fruit flowers 16 Wow, that we're starting to make fruit? That I pollinated. Fruit. Yeah. Seven have definite conception. So there were definitely okay, okay. at so least seven, seven fruits. starting fruits. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Seven got knocked up. Approximately 80 million butterfly pea plant flowers. It's so much butterfly pea. It's so many I just stopped picking. I was you just like, to. we're just leaving them. There's only so many things we can infuse. 
um, gourds. So the remember we had spaghetti squash, and then we also just had regular gourds that aren't there were, edible. A uh, hundred thousand of those. It was a huge patch, and we ended up um, picking eleven. Wow, eleven, and um, they were like a foot tall, <gasps> and and some of them were a foot wide. What are we even gonna do with those things? I'm we're making so maracas. Glad you asked. Uh-huh. Some of them can be turned into um, musical instruments, like like oldie timey Hawaiian instruments some are going to turn into a birdhouse yes i want them to be birdhouses yeah i thought it could be nice to hang them from one of our big trees like paint them really pretty and then invite the birds they take um several weeks maybe maybe even a month to dry out so right now they're hanging off of the yoga lanai Mm -hmm. they're just on the side of the porch dangling like underneath so they're not in anyone's way letting the breeze blow rats or anything no i don't think so breeze is blowing them yeah i love a breeze so that'll be nice and then um lettuces it's so hard to quantify lettuce but i estimated that it made 20 meals i think it probably did we ate a lot of lettuce a lot a lot of lettuce and it was always still growing can you guys hear the sirens in monterey right now someone's getting their life saved Mm -hmm. um okay so the part where everyone should care is um Tomatoes are Mediterranean, and they don't really like really they humid like environments. Yeah. They like a yeah, they like a, cl- a drier climate. And so I thought it might be nice to teach people that you can grow tomatoes anywhere. And here's mm-hmm. some tips if tomato tips if you're growing your tomatoes in a place where the tomatoes don't want to be grown. Mm-hmm. So, trick number one mm-hmm. is to pinch off the top of the plant. So if you're a few weeks away from your first frost and you can't get these green tomatoes to start turning ripe. You just pinch off the top, and it'll be like, oh, no, I'm threatened. Let me start making all my fruit. Yeah, I'm going to stop developing extra vines mm-hmm. and stems, and I'm going to start putting my energy into my tomato fruit. So you don't even have to do that just if it's going to frost, because it doesn't frost where we live, but you did that just to be like, hey, I want you to make these tomatoes um, ripe now. Yeah, it's time, It's time, people, Okay. because the tomato plant is waiting for it to get cooler, and if you live in a place where it's never going to happen, it will you just, just stay green. You have to tell you. it, frost is a coming. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Trick number two to trick your tomatoes into yeah, ripening. Yeah, tomato tip tricks. Induce stress. Oh. And one no easy, more water. One easy way to do that is to stop watering it. If they think that their survival is at stake, uh-huh. they're like, oh fruit, no. Fruit, fruit, fruit. Yeah, it wants to make its babies mm-hmm. as, as well-developed as possible so that they'll be the next generation. Going on a business sale. Yep. So you can reduce the amount of water that you give them. And then um, that... That like hard that will make them go into survival mode because they're not just like lazy getting spoon fed all this water and nutrients. Um, but when you live in one of the rainiest parts in America, that's mm-hmm. not really an option. No. Nope. So I had to induce stress in a different way by trick number three: root pruning. Oh my gosh, prune the roots. So the main stem. You prune the roots. I prune the roots. <laughs> the main stem that goes into the earth. Uh huh. You go out about six, eight inches. I didn't use a ruler. Use your heart. And then take your spade. That's like baby shovel. I know what a spade is. Um, in case, I don't know. For the listeners. For the, li- okay, for the fans. You like with contempt. Oh, oh, did I? Yeah. I was. It was smudgeness. It was smudge, not I'm, contempt. I don't know if you can okay. tell. I'm really arrogant now about my tomato are, expertise. Yeah. I- 
This is, by the way, the fourth time I've attempted to grow tomatoes in Hawaii, and this time it works. So you that's why I think I'm job. an expert. You learned a lot of stuff. So you take that spade six to eight inches away from the stem, uh-huh. and you just jam it, and you do a circle around. Okay. You just jam a circle, and that just pinches the little baby roots on the ends. Yeah, it prunes the roots. But it's not getting like its aorta. It's not getting its no. jugular. It's just a little finger. Like okay. a finger. It's a fingernail trim. Okay. And what that does then is it's like, oh, no, I might die. Put my energy into ripening fruits. my fruits. If you want the fruits, you got to prune the roots. Exactly. That's how you remember tip number four. Exactly. <laughs> um, then I also, I remember texting you a picture of this. Uh, if anybody's interested, I'll text them a picture of this. Just let me know. Maybe it could be our cover art on Instagram. There's like as your tomatoes are starting to get less green and uh-huh. then they kind of turn yellow there's a sweet spot they call pink it's really yellow orange that if you cut it off the vine then it will it has enough juice to ripen itself on uh-huh. the counter so if you are in a place where you try to ripen them on the vine all the way to red and then the birds get them uh-huh. or a, a bug comes and eats them mm-hmm. because those are all delicious if you cut them just a little before peak ripeness then they'll ripen on your counter cool and one way to accelerate that is to put them in a brown paper bag uh-huh. with an apple peel mm. or a banana. A banana. Bananas will ripen anything. Bananas will ripen anything because they release ethylene. And then that'll help them get bright, 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 bright Smart. red. Yeah. That's what I was doing for you while you were traveling. Well, are they too red now and I don't get to eat them though? No, you put them in the freezer. Oh, you froze them. Okay. So first PSA, do not refrigerate your tomatoes when you're ripening Hell them. No, don't. They should be in a paper bowl, paper bag or ceramic bowl, but not in direct sunlight. They'll get too, too oh. ill. They'll get ill. They'll get ill. Um, if you're ripening your tomatoes and then you realize you're about to travel for two weeks with your best friend and you don't really have time to eat all of them, mm-hmm. you can freeze them. You just rinse them gently, take the little green stem off so it's just the red part, freeze it, and then when you pull them all out of your freezer and you thaw them, they're really good for stews or tomato sauces. Right, you're not going to put it on a salad because it's going to be weird freezer tomato. You can't do fresh tomato salads, though. Uh So those those are done for you. That's okay. Yeah. And that is our tomato tips. I love that. Yeah. I was really proud of myself. You are the tomato topper right now. Yep. And you know what? What? I also started our fall garden before I left. We have a second trellis because... What are, you, what are you growing? We're growing you some black beans. Oh, yeah, that's right. And some black-eyed peas. I'm so excited. And... So much good luck. More lettuce. We have to have more lettuce. And we're going to do the, more tomatoes. More tomatoes. Yeah. Just all tomatoes all the time. We're going to try all, to do... It's like kind of hard to get tomatoes in Hawaii, so it's cool if we can just be doing our own. Yep. The... the I. Somebody told me I can make these tomatoes a perennial. I'm going to prune it back and just get it to start over again. Even if you prune the roots? Yeah. The roots grow back. Oh, my God. Grow back. The roots? They'll grow back? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to do our California, the Californian's voice. There's an SNL skit where they make Mm -hmm. fun of people from California. Do it. California? Yeah. You take the five. You take the five. To the one-on-one. Don't take the one-on-one. You have to get on the five. We're still in Northern California. So we haven't talked like that. We yet. haven't found those people yet. You know who's in that skit? Who? My number one new celebrity crush, Bill Hader. You still have a crush? I can't help it. I'm in love with him. Do you think he knows? I hope he knows now. <gasps> Do we have any? He's gonna know after show? I send him all those letters. <laughs> 
Oh, this is something we didn't even talk about at all, y'all. I'm doing my 40 before 40 list, 40 interesting things to do before I turn 40. And I crowdsourced it. And I have like an amazing list of stuff from people, um, people who gave me great ideas about interesting things I can do this year, which was so cool because I found out what other people thought I might like and like mm -hmm. what they might like to help me with things that they want to do before their next birthdays. So it was a really fun project and you'll be hearing about that on future episodes as well. Yeah. I'll be telling you all about, um, right now the ones I'm about to accomplish are, um, 30 days of yoga consecutively, mm -hmm. which has been amazing. I think I'm going to make that a real habit. That's so nice. And another one that I've been working on pretty consistently is, um, 40 bottles, 40 different kinds of wine with 40 people so and good. keeping track of them. I mean, I'm not done with that yet, but Napa really helped us along the way. <laughs> a little dent in there. Yeah, but like each place that I've gone, instead of just like having a drink with my loved ones, I'm like documenting it and thinking about the wine and taking a picture of them with the bottle. And it's really, um, yeah. it's really lovely. Oh, which brings me to actually our outro gimmick was going to be like, what are you doing this weekend? <laughs> but now we're together. So instead, I thought I would read a quote from one of the vineries that we went to. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. This is our little outro, everybody. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. The quote <laughs> is, life should not be a journey to the grave with the intention of arriving safely in a well-preserved body, but rather to skid in sideways, chocolate in one hand, wine in the other, body thoroughly worn out and screaming woohoo what a ride it's so good <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we're working on i love that yeah well let us know if you have a hot top suggestion or want to submit your own response to something call or text if you know us or email us at schmodcastthepodcast at gmail.com or schmodcast the podcast on instagram instagram and that's s-c-h y'all yeah Shmod. you you know this because you're listening to it right now and you've seen it the logo and stuff we already, you always correct me when i say that it was my turn already established that somebody might have just started here yeah but they can still see the logo what if someone sent them a link That's and they closed their eyes they probably had their eyes closed the whole time they could also or require the, a screen reader yes visually impaired community accessibility you're right well hey y'all thanks for listening this is one of our shorter episodes and we had a lot to catch up on yeah Let's do you think we just talked really fast I don't, what if people play this on one and a half speed and I we know were already talking do, fast and I'm like, how dare you? And then we're like chipmunks. This has been a Rebetchel production. Proud sponsors of Rebetchel B-Day Extravaganza. Doing.